Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. This is a very special recording. And why is this so special? I'm not... Wait, no, 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 this is not that kind of show. So welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast. This is a very special episode. One I've been waiting to do quite some time here on the program. And quite frankly, we're very excited to do this. I'm talking about none other than Tales from the road uh, that's right boys and girls after two years of being stuck inside told where to go how to shave what to wear what not to wear can't do this can't do that screw you shut up mask off no mask don't tell me my body my well oh wow we're we're we're, uh, <laughs> we're getting a little off the rails here but anyway anyway after that we can finally myself and my boys go on a road trip and follow the boys on their road travels. And it had been two years, boys and girls, since this happened. Because our visit up to Hartford took place on March 5th. And actually, two years prior, March 5th, 2020, which is when me and the guys went out and did one of our most ambiguous road trips ever. This was a four-day trek where we went from... Buffalo on Thursday to Hartford Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Providence, Mass, Rhode Island on Sunday. Ambiguous, adventurous, you betcha. Was my sleep all sorts of messed up? Dear God, yes. Was it fun? Yeah. Yeah, it was. And as we sat at a truck stop on Connecticut, somewhere on the far west side of Connecticut. Little did we know what I was coming home to in the world. Little did we know. Nobody knew. None of us knew. But now, two years later, and a lot of crap out of the way, we could finally get back to doing this. So, why did I not talk about this on Monday's episode? Well, the answer is simple, really, boys and girls, because there is a lot about this journey that I need to unpack and I wanted to talk to all of you about. That this could not be merely confined to a 10-minute segment on the Monday podcast. No, 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 no. This 
We need time to stretch our legs and open this thing out and fully unpack just what the hell happened for two days up in the Northeast. So, so the Bears took on this past week, if you heard the podcast, they took on the Springfield Thunderboids and the Hartford Wolfpack. So the first leg of our journey actually begins where all stories begin, and that is once upon a time. Oh, wait, that's something else completely different. No, this starts in the morning. As my buddy Jesse um, is part two of three of our road trip crew. Now, at one time, we actually had four on our crew. We had myself, who was the ambiguous hot-headed leader by default. You, Jesse, um, the planner, the geek slash stat nerd a little bit. A little bit, but that's his strength. He's the logical, he's the thinker, he's the guy who's going to walk away and let that idiot go get into trouble, or he's going to go, come on, come on, come on, let's go, let's go. Typically, he does the whole, yeah, I'm just going to walk away from him. I, I I don't know this guy. And that's why I like him. That, that That's why I like having him around. You have my buddy Joe, who is, our, who is my consigliere, my right-hand man, the silent protagonist um um in a way um me and him are good friends we've had each other's back because we needed it even though there is a nice age gap between us um he's been a really good friend of mine at my best and at my worst and i've been there for him in the same so that is why we work well together we share a common love of hockey and beneath a lot of stuff that that he has in his life he is rather knowledgeable toward hockey. I'd love to get him on the podcast to talk about because me and him bounce really well off together, but he has a very crazy, hectic job schedule. So, and fourthly, is a man who hasn't joined us in a while, but not by his own choice. Jim, Jesse's father, who is our resident old-timer. He is up there in age. He is, he'll admit this, um, but he's also the old timer, the information. He loves going to these old cities. He loves places like Binghamton, Providence, Springfield. He knows a thing or two because he's been around for a thing or two. Wait a minute. I think I got that backwards. But anyway, that was our group. And Jim's had a hard time doing this as of recently because of age, money, job, other reasons. So it's been us three. And we've called ourselves many things. We've called ourselves the Shield copyright WWE um, as a band of brothers, as guys who travel and stick together on the road. That's what we are. That's what we do. We travel, we watch each other's backs, and we stay wherever we can. You know, as um, Metallica once said, wherever, wherever I lay my head is where I call home. If you don't know that, go Google it. But that, that's my travel crew. It Again, me as the hot-headed de facto leader. Um, Jesse as the thinker and the planner. Joe as my hot-headed right-hand man. Could this make a decent slice of life anime? You betcha. So, so we started out on Friday morning. As Jesse picked me up in the morning at around 8 or 9. And let me, let me tell you this, boys and girls. I am not a morning person. If we were going to Providence, Jesse'd be here at 6 a.m. And I'd be like, hey, hey, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. I'll throw stuff in the back. 
Yeah, just, just leave a monster energy in there. I'll grab it in a few hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a morning person. I'm a mid-morning person because I work second shift. I'm a night owl. You know, I 4 a.m. is a nice time going to bed, not for getting up. I've done getting up at 4.30. I've done that before. And I, that's a, not a phase of my life I want to have back. But anyway, pick me up. We threw stuff into his Prius. Don't laugh. And we were on our way. And our traditional route, whenever we head into the northeast, is 78 right out of Pennsylvania. That takes you far east to the state of New Jersey. Yay. Hello, Neil. Yay. New Jersey. Lovely. Now, we did visit Jersey earlier this year after Thanksgiving to take a game in in Newark as we saw the New Jersey Devils. That was that was kind of our return. But anyway, anyway, that was sort of our return coming back, sort of. But anyway, we hop on 78 and we head, then we head due north. And we head toward the Tappan Zee Bridge that takes you over across from New York over into Connecticut. Now, it's not called the Tappan Zee Bridge. It's called the Mario M. Mario L. Como Bridge. That's right. The big bridge in New York has been named after Governor Cuomo. And I am leaving it at that because there are much more political podcasts all of you could listen to than for me to spew my nonsense. So, a um, couple of years of us doing our travels, we saw the reconstruction and rebuilding of the Tappan Zee Bridge. And it's nice to see it all redone. At nighttime, it's beautiful. It's lit up. It's fantastic. It really is. So after that is when we get on to either not to 97, that takes you on to I-95. And this part of 97 is a part, batch of road that we do not like. It's still a little bit of New York City, but of New York State, that takes you into Connecticut. Now, whenever we hit this, back in the day, we would have ESPN radio on in the background as we would drive. And I'd usually be out. If it's our 6 a.m. drive, I'd be out because there's nothing going on. I need to rest. I need to get my body back up and going. But at this point, we, we typically hear ESPN radio out of New York City. They have a very big range. And that's typically, for all of you people in New York who would listen to this, at around 2016, who do you get in the morning or mid to late morning in this day? That's right. Good old Mike Francesca back after this. Good old Francesca or whoever else was on the ESPN New York airwaves in the late morning. Uh, it's sports radio junk food, but what can you do? What can you do? It's, de- it's decent stuff to make you fall asleep to. But 95 takes you over. That takes you into to, uh, Bridgeport. Ew. Hartford. Ew. New Haven. Ah! Stop. Connecticut. Stop it. Stop. So typically on our road travels, this is where the two paths would would split off. You'd either follow 95 a little bit more. That would take you out of Connecticut and into Rhode Island as if we were going to Providence. or, Or you go due north, which takes you to the state of Massachusetts and would take you to either Springfield or Worcester or Manchester. God rest two of those teams. But we went due north. And we went due north to Springfield. Springfield, the home of the American Hockey League. And as we traveled due north, we got set up. We settled in. We stopped at a Wendy's somewhere in Massachusetts. It was nice. It was fine. 
and we got to our hotel in West Springfield. In West Springfield, born and raised. Oh, dear God, stop. You are so white. Stop it. Anyway, we got there. We got set up. We got in our room, and away we went. What's that smell throughout the hotel? No, no, keep it moving. And we get to Springfield, the Mass Mutual Center. But first, we need a place to park. Lovely inner city driving. Where do we stop at? Where do we park at? The MGM Casino there in Springfield. Lovely, lovely, lovely. And it's free, which is even better. Why is it free? Easy answer to that, boys and girls. I mean, if you want valet parking, then you got to pay. But it's free. The reason being, sure, you'll pay to park. But get them inside and start spending money. Don't spend money outside the casino. Spend money inside of the casino. So we go in. We go down. The casino's buzzing with lights everywhere. It's an ADHD child's worst nightmare because it's lights and sounds everywhere. Sensory overload. If you know, you know. But for me, this is not my first time in there. So I just keep walking. We just walk through. There's an expensive steakhouse. Lovely. They don't open until 7 p.m., obviously. So we walk over and we go to the Mass Mutual Center, home of the Springfield Thunderbirds, a place that has been around for quite some time. And good people there. Honestly, the fan base there in Springfield was a great fan base that's been around for a long time that's had many incarnations throughout the years because the Springfield Thunderbirds are one of many incarnations Springfield has had. Before this, it was the Springfield Falcons, who were the proud affiliates of the Columbus Blue Jackets. They had nice jerseys. They really did. Just take the Columbus jerseys and slap a big Falcon logo on it. They were the affiliate of the Tampa Bay Lightning in the 90s. Yeah, split affiliations were a thing. They were also the proud affiliate of the Arizona Coyotes. Does that make sense? Bollocks does it. Oh, when, when were they affiliates of Columbus? Around the early 2010s there-ish, kind of. I know, the affiliate didn't really get better until they went to Cleveland. So, so, when you walk around Springfield, oh, you want to know the more iterations of Springfield? The Springfield Falcons were the latest incarnation of them. Springfield also had the Springfield Kings back in the 60s. They were the original Kings affiliate with the bright gold and forum blue, purple, jerseys of the 60s. And there were no other affiliations of them throughout the years. They were the Kings through the 60s, 70s, and 80s before they took off in the 90s and became the Falcons. Nope. Nope. No other names. Okay. They were also known as the Springfield Indians. Now, this is not like Chief Wahoo who had the the symbol on them. There was an Indian head on them with a giant S. They were the affiliates of the Islanders and the Whalers. And these jerseys, they're fine. They really are. I don't consider them offensive, and it's just me. Um, But that's just me making an observation. An observation. I'm not saying canceling or anything. I'm just saying it shouldn't be used as an affiliate. But they have a nice jersey wall on them. So if you ever go to Springfield, you can see their jersey history. It is beautiful. It is lovely. It is fantastic. They are one of the few teams in the the American Hockey League that has three-peated as Calder Cup champions as well in the 60s. So walking around Springfield, they they have the usual. There's a beer garden. There's beer stands, obviously. There's a merchandise corner, literally. They do have a beer garden. Huzzah. Who hasn't? 
They had a dad band that was playing there on Fridays. Ugh. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. God, volume's up too loud and they sounded terrible. But one thing I do like with Springfield is that they had things for the kids. And they know how to relate to them kids. They have a hockey shooting area into a bounce house. Like, you know, one of those pitching stands where you throw into the giant inflatable castle, but they have that with hockey pucks. It's nice stuff. Then they also have um, a PlayStation 4 or 5 where you can play NHL 22 or that year's incarnation of NHL. Video gaming. Yes, this is fine. I don't play the game. I don't like it. But hey, it shows that we're on the cutting edge of of those kids. So yep, sit down and play. Go on. There's a nice little green screen photo stand for families. It's good stuff. Springfield has a lot of Springfield jerseys around them, not necessarily ones of their affiliate because it changes so much. Now it's the St. Louis Blues. Um, it used to be the Florida Panthers. And like I said, these the Arizona, the Arizona Coyotes and the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Columbus Blue Jackets. I know it's a lot. The arena itself is a single bowl that goes the whole way around. There are some sweet boxes. There are. And of course, a press row that's all the way up at the top. The PA announcer is down at ice level. Their goal horn is a low, loud ship horn. And overall, the Mass Mutual Center, I like it. I really do. Oh, they also have two restaurants built in. None of them are club exclusives. They are go in, order once you want, a little pricey. But hey, it's a nice place to sit down and eat away from the rabble. It's nice. But overall, love the place. Four and a half hockey pucks out of five. Fantastic. Lovely, lovely, lovely stuff there in Springfield. For all of you American Hockey League fans, I would highly suggest going there. The history there is great. Good fan base. And spend a little money there at the casino. And up next, at least on Tales from the Road, at least my myself and... Oh, what did I do? Well, I just enjoyed the game. It was nice. And the Springfield Thunderbirds, the Mass Mutual Center, gets a definite thumbs up from, from me. We'll be right back with a word from our sponsor. But before we go on with tales from the road, the NHL season is packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet and you know who you are, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a shot at millions of dollars in total cash prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THP. 
SGPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older. Restrictions apply. See show notes slash description down below for more details. And now let's hit the road once again. And we're back with Tales from the Road as we are taking a look at Springfield and... Uh, all right, let's get this over with. The next spot on our destination was the XL Center in Hartford, Connecticut. I'm sure by all of you can tell by the tone in my voice how I feel about the XL Center. Cards out on the table. I do not like it. Plain and simple. This place, if I may be so bold, home of the Hartford Wolfpack for the better part of three decades. The Hartford Whalers once occupied that building, i.e. the New England Whalers. UConn's women's basketball is played there. UConn hockey is played there. And that place is not made for hockey. It's not. It's made for concerts. It's made for basketball tournaments. It's made for WWE pay-per-views. That place is not Wolf Pack Hockey. It's not. It's not. Sorry, not sorry, as the kids like to say. The XL Center has gotten some renovations over the past two years, even in the midst of a pandemic. They've put some new things in. There is a bar, D-Bar, at the south end of the arena where the Bears or the opponents shoot twice. That gets opened 15 minutes early. Oh, on all game days they do that. They let they probably let season ticket holders in a full 15 minutes early. Uh, no. No, that's only done on Fridays. Sorry. Yeah. The place has narrow corridors. A, vari- a wide variety of food, I will give them that. But again, that's a place that, that you know, is ready for concerts and stuff. That wants to have food for... The people who come in to merchandise stands. And now they have luxury box seats scattered throughout the upper parts of the lower bowl. These spots have plush, rich Corinthian leather seats. Very nice. Not gamer seats, but they are nice. And wouldn't you know it, concierge service. Just just scan the QR code on your ticket app and order whatever you want. Oh, it's, it's not free. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's not free, but it's a nice food selection. You don't have to go anywhere. They'll bring it to you. They have a nice little Chick-fil-A stand, which just hands out sandwiches and fries. Pay them pay them 10 bucks. Here's a bag. Yoink. Thank you. Thank you for playing. And um, yeah. So every time I go to Hartford, I have a friend of mine there. Hello, Kevin. Um, he helps us get tickets because he's a season ticket holder himself. And I won't lie. Hartford's traffic is terrible. What city isn't? But I feel like I have to hold on for dear life getting out of that place. We have seen inner city stuff. Let me just put it that way. We've seen some things. Um, it's just I, I never feel comfortable when I'm in Hartford. 
I really don't. The arena they play in, yeah, it's the XL Center, but it's a very weird setup. You have to enter one place to get into the arena. It's a weird office area, kind of like a mall entrance. It's just really weird. And the and the people there, there are some Wolfpack faithful, 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 I can't talk. There are some Wolfpack faithful there that wear the red, white, blue, and silver. They do appreciate their military there. They do, because Wolfpack is actually a military term a uh, naval term when describing submarines. Didn't know that, did you? You thought when I said wolf pack, I meant a pack of wolves. Mm-mm. It's military. It's a military term. Go Google it. Um, But there are a lot of other fans there that, hey, it's something to do on a Friday or Saturday night. That's what it is. So, plus, the city of Hartford has never really gotten over the Whalers leaving. Let's call a spade a spade. They've not gotten over the Whalers leaving. Hell, in 2010, one of the owners of the club decided to rename the Hartford Wolfpack and bring forth the CT Whale. That's right. Kale Green and Ocean Blue are making a comeback. Gone are the red, are the blue, white, and red of the Hartford Wolfpack. It's a CT Whale now, baby. Kale green, ocean blue, and white are back, baby. And it was a whale with a hockey stick jumping through a sea. It had bright green and blue and white on it. Could they bring back the old Hartford Whalers logo? Bullocks, could they? Because the Carolina Hurricanes own them, own that logo. I mean, they brought back their old goal horn and brass bonanza. Eh? You see, this was done when the Winnipeg Jets came back. And I think this was their owner's attempt that, hmm, maybe since the Winnipeg Jets came back, maybe if I make a pitch well enough and I sell enough tickets and show there's a hockey interest in Hartford, I could get an expansion team here in Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> no, that did not happen. Three years, they ditched it and went back to be the Hartford Wolf Pack, and the blue, white, and red came back. Now, Hartford, again, they've dumped money into it to revamp it a bit. They have. There is um, 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 glass, on-glass seating that's, um, I don't want to say like exclusively, but more of a uh, uh, table and bar stool area for like groups and stuff. I've noticed a few teams are starting to do this. You know, Charlotte already does it. Hartford's now doing it. Wilkes-Barre's got a VIP zone in their south. Um, um area don't be surprised that maybe we might see this in the nhl carve out a few seats make it a premium party area eh? 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 i don't think an original six franchise would do this but uh las vegas take notes anyway um again like i said the old hartford whalers stuff is still up there a reminder of once was but the memory of the green and blue are fading. There are some Rangers fans that live there, um, but not a lot. It's all a, a tight connection to Hartford. Their goal horn is a loud ship horn. Um, goal song. Who knows? Who cares? I couldn't really tell what it was. The bathrooms in there have a sub ceiling in it, which are missing a few tiles, which makes me feel like a zombie's going to fall out of it at any moment. I know I've played too many horror video games. Shut up. Um, things just feel real cramped in the hallways, even in a crowd that was like 6,000, um, 
the, the concourse felt very crowded and filled up very, very quickly. So in all honesty, again, I just don't like going to Hartford. I'll go there, but I won't like it too much. Hartford, like Bridgeport, when I go there, I watch the hockey game and I get out. I don't stay there to post-game in the city. I don't pre-game in the city. Nope. I show up. That's where I'm parking. Get me to the arena. Watch the game. Get me in my car. And let's get the hell out of here. Two hockey pucks out of five for Hartford. Myself and me and my boys go, like we said. Just get in the car and you go. Hartford's a nice place if you've lived there, I guess. <laughs> this won't be the first or last time I bring up the name Hartford. So that'll do it, everyone. Um, at least for me, when we were done with Hartford, it was a straight drive back home, down 95, reverse order of everything I said on the podcast. It's about a five and a half to six hour drive home. We got out at around 10.30. I got home, I got out around 10. I got to my home at around 3.30 a.m. I don't understand how Bears fans would drive up and back for a Hartford Wolfpack game. Bears fans will go to a Wednesday night Hartford game in Hartford. I don't get it. It's them. Whatever. Whatever. It's them. Good on you. So that'll do it this week for this edition of Tales from the Road, the special bonus episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. Next season, I hope to do more of these for all of you. I did a bonus episode of this because I wanted to have plenty of time to discuss these cities with all of you. Like, share, and subscribe. Share this episode around so you can hear the tales of myself at Springfield and Hartford. My name's Richard Blosser, and this will be the only one we do for, the, for this year on Tales from the Road. But next season, boys and girls, next season, next October, when I'm more settled down and so are my boys, we're going to take a look at that schedule. And we're going to start circling cities once again. There'll be a Springfield. There'll be a Providence. And who knows? A return to North Carolina might happen. Or who knows? Maybe we might go a little farther south and west. Who knows what next season will bring. But my name is Richard Blosser. I'll see you, ne- see you next time. And as always, go Bears. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears.
Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa. With over 50 years of sports betting experience, Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.